The Tennessee Senate approved legislation yesterday that requires school districts to integrate black history and cultural lessons into the curriculum for students in grades 5 through 8. It's called the Black History Act. It passed the Tennessee State Senate on a 27-3 to 3 vote. The bill now heads to the governor's desk for a signature. The State House passed the companion legislation, which was sponsored by State Representative Yusuf Hakim from Chattanooga, last week on a vote of 80 to 2. Now again, if signed into law, the legislation will direct local school districts to provide a course of instruction on black history and black culture to students beginning in the fall of 2025. State Senator Ramesh Akbari, the Senate bill sponsor, said this yesterday when the Senate approved this bill. Quote, today the General Assembly said every child should have access to history lessons that share a richer, more complete story of America. The achievements of great Americans, black, white, and brown, are accomplishments for everybody to learn from and celebrate. Yusuf Hakim, other sponsors of his bill, have argued all along that it's critical to teach all aspects of U.S. history, even its lowest and darkest moments. Texter here says, Education modules on America's race history. What would happen if more white students do better on race history tests than black students do? Is that transparency or cover-up? Not really sure what the texter even means there, but my counter to that would be, what if we were never teaching history correctly in the first place? What if you had black students going to school every day who are not learning about important things that not only apply to them, but that should apply to the rest of us as well? Kevin, a great example, a couple of great examples that we have talked about extensively on this program is that in all the courses on U.S. history I took from elementary school through high school, through the AP level, through college, through college, I never knew what the Tulsa riots were. I never knew what Juneteenth was. Never. It was never even mentioned to me. And those are very significant moments in American history. The Tulsa thing really is. And, and the Tulsa thing yeah, is I mean, huge. Like Wall Street, you know? <laughs> huge. Huge. And it was never taught to me. Well, there's a lot. I mean, you know, that's you, yeah, mind-blowing. A, a bunch of history that isn't taught because you got only a certain amount of time. And, and Well, the vast majority of history is not taught because... <laughs> Well, <laughs> today I got up. <laughs> Let's be more specific, too. In some cases, it's because, well, we only have a 40-minute classroom time here, exactly. so we can only get to so much. But um, let's go back to the old saying, history is taught by the winners. And we all know this is true. True. I, I agree with that. And what happens in a lot of cases is that the down-and-outers, the people who are on the wrong side of history, it doesn't get taught at all. Now... What was mind-blowing and impressive to me in my adulthood is when I finally did find out about Black Wall Street in, in Tulsa and how Tulsa, Oklahoma. First of all, who would have guessed that, that in the age of the Depression, in a city like Tulsa, Oklahoma, of all places, you had an African-American population that was not only wealthy and and affluent and upwardly mobile and and kind of fancy. It was kind of a fancy place. <laughs> like figure that from Tulsa. Yeah, you not only had that going on in Depression era Tulsa, Oklahoma, which is, which is mind blowing enough, but then basically a white mob came in and just burned it down for the hell of it. 
like, uh, whoa, that's terrible and shocking and awful and a huge moment in American history that was never taught to me. Now, why was it never taught to me? It's not because we didn't have the time. If we have enough time to teach me uh, that William the Sixth defeated Edward the Eighth in 1162 in the Battle of Who Gives a Crap, at least you remember that. I don't remember that. I if, don't remember that at all. If we could make the time for that, if I can literally read to you what was written in the Magna Carta, because we had enough time to cover that, I'm pretty sure we had enough time to talk about Black Wall Street in Tulsa, I'm Oklahoma. Looking up, I'm Googling Battle of Who Gives a Crap right now. <laughs> yeah, I think I made that up. <laughs> That's how much I was paying attention. Well, <laughs> June would call in and say we didn't learn enough about the Battle of Kings Mountain. Right. Exactly. And, and, and yeah. I mean, so you get into this, but uh, yeah, I would say that too on Battle of Kings Mountain because I, I don't, I don't recall ever learning that in school either. Yeah, I mean, I think we can, you know, what about this argument uh, a million different ways, but specifically, let's just stick to the point. Specifically, when it comes to African Americans and African American history, no, specifically and more so than any other group or any other kind of history. It's been whitewashed, overlooked, and that community has gotten the screws. I wouldn't argue that. Yeah. I'm, I'm just not sure so, that's the job of the state. I, I, that's what I want school boards to do. That's that's oh, another. Yeah. And and if if we want to if we want to say that, then I'm fine with you there, Jay. You know, enough. We don't need state legislators jumping in with "Don't say gay," and we don't need state legislators jumping in with critical race theory, Hamilton. and we don't need state legislators jumping in with uh, black history. If if we just want to clear that from the board with elected leaders and leave it to the school boards, that's fine. But that's not what we're doing. Hamilton oh, County, yeah, Hamilton, <laughs> Hamilton County commissioners all want to be school board members, yeah. and state legislators yep. all want to be school oh, board yeah. members, and county uh, mayors want to be school board everybody. members. Apparently so. Yes, it is. Everybody uh, from at that point in time. Why don't we just do away with the school board? Yeah. Y'all run it. Exactly. Y'all have at it. So you know, if we are going to have state legislators who are up there pontificating about critical race and don't say gay and uh, is the M M&M and M transgender or was I it, it, look. If if that's what we're going to do, then fine. Let's step in and address something that's much more important. The fact that a huge chunk of our history has been deliberately withheld from us because we're not comfortable talking about it. We're not comfortable talking about that in the United States of America, the greatest country on earth, yet a community of of great black people in Tulsa, Oklahoma, who were just massacred for no reason. I mean, that's... It's a crappy moment in American history. History's written by the winners. We'd rather focus on the positive. I get that. I mean, I do that in my own life. <laughs> I try to focus on the positive things, not all the things that I've screwed up. But, I mean, you know, if, if you don't take a moment or two to also recognize the things you've screwed up, you're never going to learn from that history. Yeah, and then uh, why why wouldn't Hispanic groups want to be more represented in history. They, they may want to be. Especially in the southwest corner of the sure. United States. Absolutely. I mean, not well those two down there I've got, the but I've got, I've got no problem with that. Yeah. I mean, in the southwest corner of this state, yeah, it's Hispanics who have built this country. There should be history lessons taught about that. Uh, you know, again, instead of taking uh, hours out of my day to study British kings who fought each other in 1172... 
what it, well, why why is that important it's well, not important it's not we learned way more about european history yeah than we probably should no have question. and why is that let, let let's let's address the elephant in the room why is that because most people that settled the early the portion of america Europe. were, yeah. were yeah. european they were white europeans yeah. so all we cared about was white europeans yeah. i mean mm-hmm. but, we, we teach, you know, Christopher Columbus discovered America. No, we didn't. What kind of lunacy is that? Native Americans discovered America. They were already here. <laughs> Christopher Columbus didn't discover anything. He discovered it from a European perspective. Exactly. And Europe was able to right. come over and right. move some folks and settle here and but build I mean, what we is, built. You know, as, as a white American descended from white Europeans, yes, I would re- I would yeah. read that history lesson and I would say, well, that makes sense. Yeah, that's when my that's when we, quote unquote, mm-hmm. we discovered America. Meanwhile, I, I mean, I never stopped to think about this when I was uh, 11 years old, but there's a Native American kid sitting next to me going, are these people serious right now? What, what, is, this a, is this a Saturday Night Live skit? You're trying to tell me the Spanish guy uh, discovered America? We already knew it was here. What is this, a clown show? Like, what? <laughs> what is even going on here? That's like me saying, you know, like, let's say there was a, fa- the, the, let's say there's a great restaurant in, uh, I don't know, Dayton that I've never been to. And then finally one day I get there. And then I come back to Chattanooga with the news. And I say, great news, guys. I just discovered a restaurant in Dayton. You did discover. <laughs> I did, yes. Yeah. I did for me. Not that it didn't exist for years, <laughs> right. but you discovered that it does exist. Yeah. Meanwhile, people at Dayton are like, who the heck is this Johnny come lately? What kind of dope is he? He thinks he discovered something? But they would want you to spread the word. <laughs> they would want you to spread the word. Anyway. So, yeah. I think it's uh, I think it's interesting. Um, and, 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 and putting aside, and first of all, uh, well, secondly, I guess I would say, is putting aside the aspect of race here. What I always thought was a shame is when I actually did learn about these things, I, I found them to be really interesting topics. Like this was, yeah, you know, it's not fascinating history. Like, like what I was can going... relate to that yeah. to Tulsa more than I can relate to William of Orange. Oh, by far. You know, 100%. You know, <laughs> yeah. And I mean, I, I would say the same thing if, they, if they're, I don't care if the community's white, black, Hispanic, or somewhere in between. Like that, that's just a fascinating story, and I never even knew it existed. And you say, man, like this, you know. So you discovered it. Not that it didn't exist. But you <laughs> right. discovered it. <laughs> right. And I mean, all the other time we wasted on, oh, my God, the history that just. I was never, you know, I was never very good at the whole English Kings thing. And oh some people God. loved that. Boy, that's like. Talk about inbreeding to the max, man. That's just a weird, yeah, weird line like that. The English royalty, good grief! And I always told—I um, I know I've—I I know I've um, r- related this before, but in in my senior year in high school, there was an elective course called African history that you could take, right? And I just signed up for it because number one, the teacher. W- w- the teacher was like uh, not an easy teacher, but he was a buddy of mine, and I always got good grades with him. So I was like, "Well, this will be an easy." It's what you always ask, though, is yeah. he easy? Right? Is she easy? Yeah, it was is like I knew it was. Uh, his name's Mister Tredenick. I was like, "All right, well, this will be an easy A minus at least." <laughs> so like, let's just sign up for this class. And so I took this African uh, history course, and it was literally a history of the uh, continent of Africa. And it was only then that I learned that during that same time, when all the Europeans. Uh, you know, we're battling bubonic plague 
and, and feudalism and had no democratic system set up and no trade system set up. And they were all just basically battling each other. And William V was killing off William IV. And then he was killed off by Louis VIII. And then Louis VIII was killed off by, you know, Edward VI. And, and for what? Because they were all battling over the same plot of rat-infested land. And you kill kids just so they couldn't grow up and take your job. Meanwhile, exactly. Now, meanwhile, this blew my mind. One of the very first uh, lessons that we learned in the African history courses, while that was happening, there were African tribes who already had trade routes set up with the Far East. There were African ships that already had trade routes set up with people in Asia. While, while you know, Edward VIII and William VI we're battling over their little plot of rat-infested, who cares? Uh, people in Africa were trading with the Asians. This, this kind of stuff was mind-blowing to me. And it's not about race. It's not about race or whose culture was superior or trying to dunk on anybody. Well, yeah, you think you were important? Well, this was even more important. That's not what it's about. It's, it's about discovering things that are fascinating. You mean to tell me there were there were there were tribes in Africa who were sending ships to Asia and bringing back goods? This, wow! Nobody ever taught me that. I thought it was fascinating, really interesting. Couldn't care less if it was white, black, Asian, Chinese. I couldn't care less. It was just really interesting to me.